This is the year that everyone is accepting and embracing their own individual experience. And with every experience comes a story. So I believe that so many people are stepping up to the plate, becoming podcasters, becoming speakers, becoming creators and influencers, because we all have something we want to say. So if you have something that you want to say, if you have a story that you know can shift the atmosphere, download Anchor Distributing app now. Hey pretty, and welcome back to season two of Loving Me, Loving You, (laughs) a safe space for women to feel, heal, and flow through their divine feminine energy in order to attract more passionate relationships, purposeful relationships, and God-ordained relationships. The title of season two is Romance Renewal. And this season, we are going to be speaking on the healing, the tools, the resources, the mindset that it's going to take, the strength (laughs) that it's going to take in order for us to begin restoring our romantic and our platonic relationships. This season, we are going to speak on a lot of different topics that are going to guide you through healing from family trauma. It's going to guide you through shifting your mindset in your romantic relationships, teaching you how to become submissive, teaching you how to explore your sexuality, and a lot of different topics. And I want to be the first to say that I am extremely excited, extremely grateful, extremely blessed to be here. Also, if you are watching this over on the Loving Me Loving You YouTube, hey love, if you are just listening to the audio, that's okay. Head over and go subscribe because this season we have visuals thank you lord and i'm just excited to be growing you know we have a new mic now (laughs) i'm learning with the visuals but that's okay we're just going to be patient with ourselves and i'm excited to be stretching and growing with this platform so today's episode is titled emotions of the ego emotions of the ego And I wanted to speak on the layer that we hit right before true love comes into our life. And that layer in particular is our ego. That's where we find jealousy. That's where we find low self-esteem. That's where we find comparison. That's where we find pride and unforgiveness. Our ego has a lot of power in our relationships before we become aware of it. And why that is, is because we go through experiences, we go through a lot of reflections of the pain that we had to deal with as children. So if you were a woman that experienced a lot of rejection in your childhood, most of the time your ego takes on those traits and that's how you begin to act in your actual romantic relationship or platonic friendships and now that I'm understanding the role that an ego actually plays I'm learning that that's the problem in relationships we get so trapped in the emotions of the ego that we don't make room for true love in our lives 
and true love is so beautiful it's so free it's so freeing and why that is is because most of the time you've already worked through those egos of jealousy you've already healed you know from your molestation as a child you've already let go of the unforgiveness towards your parents so now you make room to truly love someone and embrace someone for the innocent person that they are and when I say innocent I mean childlike love I mean that love that allows you to be playful and free and feel safe because now you understand how to just express how you feel. And when the ego is in our relationships, we can't even forgive our partner for making human mistakes. I know for me, a problem that I always experienced, an emotion that my ego always triggered within me and my relationships was unforgiveness. I would see myself becoming very revengeful towards my partner because I didn't know how to release. I couldn't understand why I was feeling certain emotions, why I was becoming so triggered by natural mistakes and failures. So it's so important just to take time to ask yourself, okay, in this moment of pain, in this moment of trials and tribulations, what emotion is coming up? What emotion am I feeling right now? And what's the actionable steps that I can take to flow through it? For example, if you and your partner are always having arguments about the toothpaste being left on the sink, what is the emotion that's triggered within you the moment you see the toothpaste on the sink? Maybe it's frustration. Maybe it's irritation. So if you're irritated by that action, Now take another step forward and say, although I'm irritated, what is the underlying problem? What is the underlying miscommunication that occurs between me and my partner? And maybe that may be your partner never wipes it up like you ask. So the deeper issue is not that you're mad about the toothpaste. It's that you're upset that you're not feeling heard, that you're not feeling respected. So when you... You take the time to really do that that quick step that I just did. Just a little quick demonstration. (laughs) You allow yourself to dig a little deeper. You allow yourself to truly sit down and become an adult and communicate your needs. So then I would go as far to say, you know what? I know you may have not meant to drop the toothpaste on the sink again. But when you do that, I don't feel heard. I don't feel like you're respecting my space. I don't feel like you're respecting our common shared space, which is the bathroom. And even though I've already expressed to you that I don't like that, you're still repeatedly doing it. So instead of you allowing the emotion of the ego, which would be irritation in this example, instead of allowing that emotion of the ego to take over and dictate your actions, you're allowing your internal dialogue, I would say. You're allowing your your mind to be in control of your body so now you can show up more authentically and still allow the flow of love to come through. It's so funny that I use the toothpaste on the sink because (laughs) you'd be surprised. That's a huge problem in a lot of marriages. We go into these relationships, we go into these marriages and we're expecting like a fairy tale lifestyle. We wake up every day, we smell the roses, we're so in love with our partner. 
But truth is, a lot of miscommunication happens. And every layer of the ego is going to look different. Every single layer. It's not one layer that's going to feel the same. Irritation is very different than anger. Anger is very different than jealousy. Jealousy is very different than unforgiveness. But when you go layer by layer by layer and you allow every emotion to play its part, you allow every emotion to lead to the growth needed in that moment. The more you flow through it, feel through it, heal through it, it builds a trust with your partner as well. In friendships, for example, a lot of friends face this issue of comparison. I can definitely relate to this one. Every single close friendship I've had has ended in envy or jealousy. And part of that has been because of my own internal insecurities, because of my own unhealed trauma. I used to always say, you know what? I don't trust females. I don't trust no female. I'd rather be around dudes because dudes don't hate on me. Da, 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 da. But when you have that type of mindset, guess what? You can only attract reflections of how you truly feel. So although I felt like I was just observing the way that people were feeling about me or observing the issues within my friendships, truth is I was attracting it repeatedly. I was manifesting it over and over again through different friendships because I wasn't taking the time to heal my own emotion of my ego. If you're dealing with jealousy in a friendship or comparison in a friendship, Number one, let me tell you like this. Comparison is the thief of joy. We need friends in our life for these two main reasons. Number one being your friends provide you with a support system needed to get through anything. There are things that your friends are there for that your partner will never, ever, ever be able to replace. I had to learn that the hard way. I used to be so quick to cut a friend off as soon as I got into a relationship. And ladies, this that's the worst thing you can do. It's the worst thing you can do. It puts you on an island. Although you may feel like your friends are comparing themselves to you or jealous of you, it's possible. I definitely believe you because I've seen it. But it starts with you. Are you jealous of your friends? Do you compare yourself to your friends? Are there certain traits that your friends have that you're truly envious of because you feel like you are incapable of becoming that type of woman yourself? It's all about removing yourself from the emotion of the ego, taking a step back, and the more you allow yourself to see from a bird's eye view and a bigger perspective, it heals and allows true love to flow. It's that simple. True love flows the moment you allow it to, the moment you remove yourself from the human instinct of, oh, I feel this emotion, I have to instantly and impulsively react. It's never a great idea to do. You should never, ever, ever react off of emotions. It takes logical thinking. It takes space. It takes logic. Just because a girl is staring at you in a party, does that mean she hating on you? What if she thinks you're beautiful? What if she's looking at you like, you know what? She would be lit as a homegirl. 
our emotions of our ego stop so many beautiful, meaningful, purposeful, God-ordained relationships. It's not worth it anymore. In 2023, I'm telling you, it's time to remove ourselves from the limiting beliefs that our ego holds us to. I believe that an ego is so small-minded, like our egos are really weak, and that's why they're so loud. The loudest person in the room is always the weakest link. That's the role that our egos play in our mind and in our heart. You always hear the negative thoughts of, you're not good enough. This person doesn't like you. They're talking about you behind your back. They're doing this. They're doing that. It's so much loud clutter. Because the ego knows the moment you tap into your soul, the moment you tap into your spirit, that's when your life begins to unfold. And you start to see that most of the time your your philosophies, your thoughts, these facts that you've come up with and lived by for so long were never authentic to you. They were never authentic to the woman that you wanted to become. So in your romantic relationships, begin to take a bigger perspective. Begin to adopt this idea of, you know what? The the toothpaste on the sink is not that serious. I want to know the bigger issue. Do I feel heard in my relationship? Do I feel like every time I try to talk or express a frustration to my partner it's ignored so now this little small issue of tissue the tissue robe not being on the floor <laughs> like it'd be so petty like you you will literally start to laugh at yourself you will literally start to laugh at yourself like hold on am I really about to complain about this am I really about to let go of a god-ordained relationship or even if it's not god-ordained am I going to allow my emotions of my ego to keep me arguing and repeating myself with someone that cannot listen to me or adapt and follow you know my boundaries and respect my boundaries am I going to allow this to stop me from my God-ordained relationship or do I need to take this time to have this internal dialogue so that I can see more clearly and now I can see what God really has in store for me because that hit different too A lot of the time, your emotions of your ego will keep you away from your God thing. You peep out and say good thing, your God thing. Romance renewal starts with the mind. You have to allow God to renew your mind so that you can see what you like and what you don't like. Until next time.